Hello, and welcome back to Sass Stories and Sarcasm. And I'm your host, Brian, and I'm with Mary. And this is episode nine. Hi, Brian. You can now listen to us on Spotify. This is super exciting. If you just search Sass Stories and Sarcasm, you can subscribe there. We just got approved to be on Spotify within the last week. So this is big news for us. We're now on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and the Google Play Music Store. Today, we have three segments to talk about. The first one is our update on The Bachelorette, the most recent episode. The second one, we're going to dive into happiness and what I learned in my philosophy of happiness class that I took in my last semester of college. And lastly, we're going to talk about books that are becoming movies later this year. Brian, what's new with you this week? Okay, so just a recap. Last week, I got a t-shirt and it was a, it was like a collared polo, nice shirt. It got a lot of praise, so I figured I'd try getting some dress or work-related shorts. And I know, I know, when I said I was getting shorts, you might have thought I was getting basketball shorts, but no, they are work-related shorts. It was 111 degrees, and I, for some reason, have only ever worn jeans or, like, nice nice pants to work, not shorts. I don't think I even had any work shorts. So I, uh, yeah, I was sweating in jeans and it was not fun. So I uh, went shopping over the weekend and I got some nice shorts. Wow. How many <laughs> yep. pairs? You got two pairs of shorts, right? I got three, actually. Oh, three what? Pairs. You got three pairs. You only told Elise and I about two. Well, <laughs> so two of them are the same. <laughs> Just different colors? <laughs> Or no, same color. They're the exact same. They're exact same. All right. They're my favorite color, which is black. <laughs> but uh, so two blacks and then one like I don't even know what the technical term is, but it's like silvery tannish, whatever. Gray. Yeah, let's go with gray. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. That sounds like you've had so a that... very exciting week. I also it had was. a pretty exciting week. Um, like I've mentioned in the past, uh, we my roommate Ashley and I have been pickling things with her sous vide. This week, we decided to take it a step further and not only pickle cucumbers, we also pickled mushrooms and peppers. And boy, are they all delicious. Well, yeah, that sounds interesting. They're very uh, delicious. I should try that. Now, I wanted to, before we give a shout out to our sponsor, I want to say that this is episode nine. Nine is my lucky number. But episode 10 is going to be spectacular because we're going to have a special MLB All-Star Break episode featuring our friend Nick Blackburn. He is a Mariners fanatic. He actually bought a pass for all of July to go to every Mariners home game. And so he really loves the Mariners. And they're actually doing pretty well this year. So he's going to give us his expertise about um, the Mariners, the MLB Anything you want to talk about, we're pretty excited for that episode, so look for that early next week. Yep, and yeah, I can't wait to talk to him about baseball and just what's happening with the Mariners, if things are going well, things are going bad, but that's that's all coming up. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks with titles from every genre, including thrillers, business, romance, comedy, sci-fi, biographies, and more. Audible titles play on iPhone, Kindle, Android, and nearly 
any other device that allows you to listen to your favorite audiobook anytime, anywhere. Audible is giving SAS Stories and Sarcasm listeners a 30-day membership trial that includes one free audiobook of your choice. Just go to audibletrial.com slash podcast to start your free trial and choose your book today. All right, for our first segment, we're going to talk about this week's Bachelorette episode. They went to the Bahamas this week, which is actually one of the most exciting places they've been so far this season. So, Brian, I missed the first 20 minutes of the show, but do you want to tell us what happened in the first few minutes? Okay, well, there's this guy named Colton who actually, just for the record, is the person I think is going to win the game. It's not a game. Just kidding. What? This is love, <laughs> Brian. This is real this life. This is love. Okay. Anyhow, I think he's going to win Becca's heart. There we go. Um, but anyhow, uh, leading up to his one-on-one with Becca, he basically has a confession to make. So he's freaking out about it. And um, he, after a, a nice date with uh, Becca when they were like scuba diving for some sea creature to eat. Um, so he dropped it on her. He's like... Becca, I'm a virgin. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, this is so much to process. <laughs> and she literally, like they were having dinner at a, at a table and she literally got up and left for a while. And he's just like sitting there like thinking, what did I do? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I know. But he got a rose, so all and, is well. And, and, yeah, all is well. But she came back. She's like, thank you for sharing this with me. <laughs> And uh, she's like, you're very honest. So here's a rose. And I'm like, okay, good. I was freaking out because I thought my guy was going to lose. But again, he pulled pulled through. He pulled through. Garrett was had the next one on one. What happened in that one? I think they rode on in a helicopter, right? Yeah, yeah. It it was basically uh, Garrett was just having his one on one. And the camera was mostly on Blake freaking out that he hadn't gotten a one on one yet. Mm -hmm. And uh so that leads Garrett, us yeah. to my favorite part of the episode is when Blake finally did get a one-on-one. And this is probably the best part of the entire season so far, actually. It was the best part of my night. Um, Blake and Becca started going to a Baja Men concert. And if you guys don't know who the Baja Men are, they are famous for their song, Who Let the Dogs Out? And Blake broke into dance, and he is quite the dancer. He has some interesting moves, let's say. I could not stop laughing. That was hilarious. I have watched it, what, three times now? I don't know about you, but I don't think there's any better way to fall in love than by dancing amongst dozens of people and listening to a band who sings about losing their dog. Anyways, after all uh... that dancing, Blake told Becca that he is in love with her, and he was the first guy of the season to do that. So, duh, yes. he got a rose, of course. Yep, he and dropped I, the uh, the L-bomb on her. And I feel like she basically told the camera, she didn't tell him, but she basically told the camera that, like, she was falling in love with him. So, in my mind, that puts him as a front runner, which he's my favorite. Oh, especially okay. after those dance moves. Hmm. Turns out that uh, being a good dancer helps out quite a bit with... Uh getting someone's heart yes and just in life in general and then lastly there was a three-on-one with leo the guy with long hair wills the graphic designer him and then jason went on a three-on-one 
she ended up sending home Leo pretty quickly. I'm not really surprised. I didn't think he would get this far because he, he's got like really bushy hair and nothing gets bushy <laughs> hair. But for people that have seen Harry Potter, he's got like Hagrid hair. <laughs> like it's just like down to his like it's past his shoulders. It's pretty long. Yeah, I don't know if that's like attractive, but I don't think that's attractive. Hey, he made it to the top six. Yeah, exactly. So good for him. He's got that winning personality. Yeah, but... he was a nice guy, but, you know, I think it was time yeah. his time to go. So yeah. she sent him home, and they took off and left him on an island by himself. You know, just him and his hair. Yeah, it literally showed him on the island with the camera on the plane, yeah. like, going further and further from him. And then she had basically a two-on-one with Wills and Jason, well, I thought that Wills, the graphic designer, actually had a pretty good date. Like, Becca was laughing, so I guess that's good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and the other guy, what was his name? Uh, Jason. He basically said, he basically gave, like, unsureness and was uneasy around her at that point. And I'm like, okay, well... Wills has got this in the bag, but uh, he didn't, and uh, Jason got the rose, and he was trying not to cry, actually, I think, when, uh, yeah, when Wills got uh, the boot. Oh. Yeah, which is, you know, I almost shed a tear, but, you know, it didn't didn't quite come out of my eyeball. (laughs) (laughs) Well, next week is hometown dates. Oh, yes. So I saw a trailer for the next episode. And I'm not sure whose parents this was, but one of the one of the contestants' fathers said, "It's better that you break his heart now than down the road," <laughs> which is wow. I mean, come on, you're supposed to be a supportive father, but he's just like, "Go ahead and break my son's heart." <laughs> Yikes! We're getting down to it. Only four people left. Switching gears for this second segment from reality TV to something a little more philosophical, Um, one of my favorite classes I took in college was called Happiness. It's a 400-level philosophy class that I took almost two years ago in my last semester of college, but I thought I'd share a tidbit of information from what I learned because who doesn't want to know more about happiness? And if you guys like this segment, Brian and I can share more little things we learned in some of our favorite classes in college. Yeah. Uh, I could also talk about one of my more favorite uh, classes I took at Gonzaga. So yeah, let's get philosophical. (laughs) Today, I wanted to talk about hedonic adaptation. I know what adaptation means, but not what (laughs) hedonic adaptation means. Well, I'm glad you know what adaptation means, at least. Hedonic adaptation is the observed tendency of humans to return quickly to a relatively stable level of happiness despite major positive or negative events or life changes. So basically, this means that no matter what it is that makes you happy, you can get bored of it after a while. There's no one thing that will make you happy forever. For example, even if you get a raise or something and start making more money, your expectations and wants and needs grow with that. So as a result, you don't maintain a permanent gain in happiness, although you might think so. Like when something is new and exciting, it makes us more happy than it does a week or a month or a year later because it becomes part of our normal routine. On the flip side, even if something terrible happens and it seems like the end of the world, over time it becomes the new normal as well. Okay, that that makes sense. In my class, my professor talked about if there was a happiness machine, and if you entered in and you were constantly full of pleasure and happiness 24-7, if you'd want to go into it. 
What do you want to go into it, Brian? Uh, probably not. Mm-hmm. Just because it would lose meaning if all you experienced was happiness. Exactly. <laughs> if, so that, if that makes any sense. Basically, you don't want to be experiencing happiness all the time because you don't appreciate it. And you have those bad days and then you learn to appreciate the good days that you have. So to break through this normalcy and keep your happiness up, it's important to introduce novelty and variety into your life to break through routines. This doesn't mean you have to go try new things all the time. You can also practice gratitude and appreciating the little things in life so that you're not just taking things for granted. Most people get their happiness from, you know, social activities. It's, it's mm-hmm. mostly just the people you hang around with. And definitely the social aspect of um, is important to happiness, but also being able to bring yourself happiness to a certain degree is super important too. Um, you can't be at your happiest point without other people around but you also need to be able to learn how to bring yourself happiness first. Uh, yes, I totally agree. Uh, y- your happiness shouldn't be dependent on other people. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, you're probably going to get let down in life. <laughs> exactly. So basically that's what you need to be able to do through meditation and gratitude journaling is, you know, you learn to appreciate the small things that happen to you in your life. And then you definitely lean on other people, but you need to be able to um, rely on yourself first because you're the only one that can truly make yourself happy and you know what makes you the happiest. Yeah, totally agreed. Okay, so I think we'll wrap up our discussion and talks about happiness for this segment, but let us know if you guys liked this segment and we can talk about different classes we took in college and other interesting things we've learned. For our last segment of the episode, we thought we'd talk about books becoming movies in the year 2018. As you know, our podcast is sponsored by Audible, and our listeners can get a 30-day trial membership that includes one free audiobook of your choice. All of these upcoming movies we're going to talk about are coming out in the fall or winter of 2018, so the books based on these movies would be a great pick for your free audiobook. The first one that I wanted to talk about is called First Man. It's coming out on October 12th. This movie is an adaptation of the Neil Armstrong biography of the same title, um, First Man, and it's by James R. Hansen. It explores the journey that led Neil Armstrong to becoming the first man to walk on the moon. This part of it really intrigued me. The La La Land director is directing this movie, and Ryan Gosling is playing Neil Armstrong. So that should be a good one. Brian asked me if that meant... Ryan Gosling would be dancing on the moon. I don't think so. I think this is actually a serious movie. But, I mean, a good song and dance with Ryan Gosling couldn't hurt anyone. (laughs) And then the second one I wanted to talk about is, uh, we all know about Mary Poppins, the original movie, which is based on a book. This movie that's coming out on December 19th is going to be starring Emily Blunt, who has been in The Devil Wears Prada, Into the Woods, The Girl on the Train, and she's also John Krasinski's wife, um, who he plays Jim on The Office. I love that show. Um, she's taking over Julie Andrews' role as Mary Poppins. Uh, Dick Van Dyke, who played Bert in the original movie, is the only um, original cast member returning. 
And this movie is centering around Jane and Michael Banks, who were in the first movie. They're now all grown up, and Michael has three kids, and Mary Poppins is coming back to uh, have some fun with them. And now, Brian, which two uh, books and two movies are you going to talk about? Right. So I'm talking about Girl in the Spider's Web. This is uh, continues the story of Elizabeth Salander, who is the main character in Girl of the Dra- Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And that movie is basically about she's a girl and she gets like assaulted and she basically gets revenge on the people that attacked her. And so this is continuing the theme of like revenge. And she's basically going around and getting rid of bad guys that hurt women. So this movie will be coming out on November 9th. And it's like a a thriller crime mystery type movie. So if you like those type of movies, go for it. It should be uh, very action packed. Now, my second movie, and a lot of people will like this one, is called Mowgli. It's based on The Jungle Book, which hopefully everyone has at least heard of that <laughs> maybe some people haven't seen it or read heard it. of it or read it that's right it is a book <laughs> but anyhow uh Mowgli is like uh, a little Indian kid who gets abandoned in the jungle and Baloo who is a bear and Bagheera who is a panther adopt him and he's also adopted by a bunch of wolves and they teach him how to live in the jungle it's like a story about, you know, being friends with the animals, telling you that, you know, humans can d- destroy wildlife. And uh, he's also protecting his friends from the village that is expanding into the jungle. I'd go read the book and then I'd also watch Mowgli, which comes out on October 19th. So I know that's a lot of uh, reading to do, but... Um, Audible makes it could, easy because exactly. you can just listen. Exactly. Uh, if you don't, if you don't like reading, <laughs> you can listen to on audible.com. Thanks again to our sponsor, Audible. You can go to audibletrial.com/sssspodcast for thirty day trial membership that includes one free audiobook from their unmatched selection of audio programs. Again, you don't have to choose any of these um, books into movies that we just talked about, but these one might be a good uh, one of these might be a good choice for your free audiobook. Agreed. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music Store, or SoundCloud so that new episodes will be available on your phone as soon as we release new content. Special shout out to Ashley Curtin, my roommate. She left us a review on iTunes that says, Mary and Brian are hilariously entertaining as they give their listeners weekly updates on a variety of topics. This podcast is the perfect balance of comedy, debate, and useful facts, or as I should say, the perfect balance of sass stories and sarcasm now ashley that review really truly warms our hearts it's the first review that we've had on itunes now brian how can other people get a special shout out on our podcast well mary uh you can of course leave a review on the itunes store and we'll give you a special shout out on our next podcast please don't forget to like us on facebook at facebook.com slash sass stories sarcasm and be sure to follow us on Instagram at Sass Story Sarcasm as well. We post behind the scenes look on our Instagram stories quite often, so you won't miss out. And once again, thanks for listening.